people and fellow whiners and welcome to another episode of a little something to whine about with your hosts Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle where we whine w-i-n-e about life love relationships and more because sometimes you just need to whine a little um so grab a glass of your favorite red white and rosé and join us on the couch as we whine about dating with kids in this week's episode. Hey, everybody in my ghetto girl voice. (laughs) I hope y'all are having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Um, Siobhan, let's jump right into it. Um, What are we whining? What are you whining on today? So today I am whining on a Chardonnay. This isn't normally my thing. This is more your thing. I'm about to, you look, you saw my face. Oh, you what? know, I don't do the dress. I don't. <laughs> this thing was on sale for ten ten dollars. That's that's why you we're do the here. Budget. Don't do the try, but you do the budget. I do the budget. I, I do, do the, the budget. budget. <laughs> so this is by Echo out of Chile. We've never had a Chilean wine, so we are out of Chile with this one. Popping grapes. Popping a whole lot of grapes. South American uvas. That's what's popping today. And yeah, so we'll see how it is. It's a white wine. I'm bracing myself for the dryness. Um, and what are you whining on today? Question. Let's move us. Grapes. Okay, look, I don't know. That's why I asked. You said it and it sounded like it was supposed to be something important. <laughs> so. Uva means see. grapes. It means grapes. I was like, I learned something today. (laughs) They say you're supposed to learn something new every day. Um, But anyway, um, I am whining on Voga Italiana Pinot Grigio. And I probably, I told y'all before, every time I see Pinot Grigio, I think in the movie Bride Wars, that one scene that she paid the assistant to be her uh, bridesmaid, I mean, her maid of honor, and they went to the wedding planner place, and she was like, have you heard of a wine called Pinocchio? I was like, that was so ignorant and funny, all at the same time. So now, anytime I see Pinocchio, I say it like that, Pinocchio. <laughs> Oh Lordy. oh, Lordy. Oh, sorry. I'm having a moment. But that is the wine. Apparently, this is award-winning. And I chose this wine because the last wine out or a previous wine out, um, I chose the Moscato, which was awesome. It was. And the Red Fusion, which was trash. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one was horrible. I got that. Um, and because we tried the red one first and we didn't like it. We tried the Moscato and I actually love it. Like it's so clean. So I said, if the Moscato is this clean, 
let me try the female Grigia. So, be just because of that is the reason why I am actually trying this one for this whining episode. We pop Y'all. grapes every every episode. Every episode, we, we trying to pop grapes, man. Yeah, it's too many wines out here for us not to be popping grapes. I feel like we need like a voiceover that's like popping grapes. <laughs> I will see if we can bring that in 2022. I will ask our musical producer if he's got oh, some things to throw I want on it. To be my voice, I do. Just because I'm silly. Oh, I definitely wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> you can have that all day. Yeah. Just be like popping grapes. <laughs> so, do you have a fun fact for today? Because you always come oh, with the wine fun oh, facts. Oh, okay, I'm on silly mode today, y'all. I don't know why. Um. It's time for the segment we call Wine Fun Facts. So, let's see. Fun fact. It takes about 500 to 650 grapes to make one bottle of wine. In case anyone was ever wondering, if you want to make one bottle of wine, go and count 500 to 650 grapes, and there you go. All I can think of right now is that I Love Lucy episode where she was stomping in the barrel. Oh, and she was whining, like, with the uh uh-uh. And she didn't want to be in there, but then the other lady came, and she was trying to to show out. Yo, them two was a mess together. What was her best friend's name? I can't think. Ethel, yes. Oh, I have a fun Ooh. fact that has nothing to do with wine, though. But did you know that the person that played Ethel and the person that f- played Fred, her husband, hated each other in real life? Like, hated yes. each other. Yes, I know. I remember I heard that. Um, Like, straight hated like each other. years ago. They were like, no, they had, like, a dressing room, like, procedures and stuff because they were just that much at odds that it was, it was almost like each time they had to film I can't say that word right. Film, film, film. Yep, that word together. I have always had issues saying that word. I don't know why. Anytime they had the tape together, um, like the crew was like on like pins and needles because they didn't know which way this was going to go. And it's crazy because that show was on for like years, but you couldn't tell it in like. The show, though. It but was you know so- why it also was probably you couldn't? Because the 50s marriages were dysfunctional on TV. And, like, everybody hated each other anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really tell the real hate from the fake hate. Because, like, everybody acted like they hated their spouse. Like, everybody in the 50s looked like they were dragged to the altar. They were miserable. Like, that's why we had all them uh, women dragging to the altar cake tops because of the 50s. Because of the 50s. God. Oh, everybody looked miserable in that marriage. Like, she didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. Anyway. Um, but divorce wasn't an option. It wasn't. It was frowned That's upon. That's why we got all these uh, outside babies. It's y'all fault. Y'all boomers. Y'all should just got a divorce. Ask for forgiveness later. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> But since we're here now, that brings us to our topic today, dating with children. Oh, goodness. Um, mm. Yeah. So 
I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, I'm gonna get myself together. I think I said in another episode, I did in the sacri- in the compromise and sacrifice. I said my magic man has no kids. He has no mm. parents. It's harder and harder to find once you over the age of 14. No, I'm playing. Not, maybe not that young. But <laughs> look, it's wow. better now. I'm not going to be that rude. I'm not going to be that rude. Why are we looking for that at 14? At no, 14, I'm just saying, I'm like, just they, they, I know people like, in high school that had kids. Like, just saying. Not a whole lot, but it was a couple. Um, no, but I'm saying, like, I will say that it's gotten exceedingly difficult over the age of 25 to find somebody without children. Here's what really bothers me. Uh-oh. Is I remember being like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, like between 18 and 25. And you might run into a dude who had one child, right? One. Like I mm-hmm. messed up my bed. I got one kid, one baby mama, uno, uh, whatever. Each. If you want to be Japanese, one child. Then, so glad you can't clear that up. I, I mean, I'm, I'm here for you. Sometimes, and then somewhere around 25, dudes come to the table. I mean, I got two kids, two, two. Cause I remember being a kid and I was, well, not a kid, but I remember being like a young adult. And I was like, again, I will bet money that most women's ideal fantasy life that they have for themselves does not include being a stepmother. It doesn't. I'm not saying there aren't women that... Stepmother. Mine doesn't even include being a mother, but I digress. (laughs) Nobody's wedding... If you ask any female her ideal wedding, it wasn't, yeah, me, my groom, and his three kids, his two kids. It was not. Let's be sorry, not sorry. So... I remember being like, damn, everybody got a kid. All right, well, maybe I'll just deal with one. And the moment I brought myself to accept any dude I dealt with was probably going to have one child. And this was at like 21. I had to come to this acceptance. Everybody started being like, yeah, I got two. No, why? 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 And then I don't know if it was better or worse if it was with the same chick or with a different chick. Like if you had it with the same chick, two kids with the same chick, I'm like, you really trying to make this work. I don't know if that's, if that's, you know, great, applaudable or laudable. I really don't know if I go, mm-hmm. good job for trying to be a family man. Or if I go, you dummy, you ain't realize this chick wasn't the one after the first kid. Or if it's, or if it's better that you at least, I don't know if it's better to be like, oh, but I got two baby mamas. Oh, so you kept trying with wrong chick. Like, I don't know. I just, I want men to choose better. I'm going to just say flat. Like that, that's, that's my intro. <laughs> that was a lot Um, it was because i don't have i don't i don't but i guess my question to you though because not only did you date someone with children or have dated people with children but you had a child Mm -hmm. dating Mm -hmm. um okay so this is where you guys are going to meet the young me the young me uh i had my son when i was literally 20 yeah i had my son was here i was going to turn 21 um so i had my son young i was under the impression that his father was who was going to be my husband um the lord said no (laughs) um and i'm grateful um so before having my son absolutely not I wasn't about dating nobody with kids. In fact, before having my son, let me tell y'all, my son, I tell anybody, my son was meant to be here because I had two visions of my life. 
when I was young. One vision was I was going to be Janet Jackson's background dancer, live on tour, have a efficiency high rise, um, have an efficiency high rise downtown Washington, D.C. Because for those who don't know, I am a true Washingtonian. Um, and live my best life on tour. That was my plan. That was one side. The other side of me was I'm going to own my own dance studio uh, with a theater on the back. So I was going to be like an owner of whatever that was. And that was going to be downtown DC. I was going to have to have it built um, with a husband. And if I got married, I would only have one child and that would be it. Um, I was never a person to vision myself having more than one child. I'm going to be honest. I, I was too selfish. I, I, I mean, to be honest, that's what it was. I was like, oh, no, I work too hard to be splitting my money 20 ways. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was my train of thought. And then with me dancing and everything like that, I wanted to be able to pick up and go. And with one child, it, I figured if I have a child and a husband, it's a lot easier, you right. know? I mean, that's um, just logical. I mean, exactly. So that's what I was, okay, cool. That's what I'm gonna do. Like, so it was gonna be, those. That, that was my either or path. It was gonna be this way or this way. That was my either or path. Um, and again, the Lord said, <laughs> and so I had my son after realizing that my son's father and I were not going to be together, I'm going to be honest with you. I gave up on men. I didn't go to the other side. I literally was ready to be by myself. Um, if I wanted some, I get some and keep it moving. And that's, that's where I was. Um, uh, the next person who actually, who I ended up actually dating, um, is the person who restored my faith in men. And part of that is because that Bema chased me down. Like, chased me down. I didn't want to have anything to, like this Bama would pop up out the blue. I'm picking you and Malachi up. Oh, Malachi need this. Like, it was, no, I want to be here. I'm going to show you I want to be here. I don't care what you do. I want to be here. And after months of him doing this and it was consistent, excuse me, it kind of gave me, a, okay, Michelle. And it gave me room to breathe. It gave me room to look at, like I said, it restored my faith in just the male species <laughs> altogether. Um, we ended up not working out because some financial things happened on his end and where now that I was ready to be, we were in a relationship. But now that I, you know, had caught up with myself, got myself together um, and I was mentally like, OK, we, we're doing this relationship while in the relationship, it fell apart uh, because his he wasn't able to understand that I had his back the same way he had mine in the beginning. And for him, because he was a lot older, he was about 
10, 11 years older than me. So he um, was, he couldn't wrap his head around that. And ultimately mm-hmm. that, that ended the relationship. But with ending that relationship, I, I also recognize that there are still good guys out there. Um, do you think that you got treated differently by certain people um, that they approach you differently because you were a single mother than when absolutely. you didn't have kids? And I ask I, that because I've seen so much negativity thrown toward single mothers on, I mean, you married now, so life's worked out, but I've seen like, um, and I hate social media, but like back 10 years ago or so when I was on like Facebook and I'm always like, I either always play the devil's advocate or I play the, mm-hmm. the voice of the, the voice of the silent majority as I call mm-hmm. it. And there were guys that were like, I mean, you don't deal with a single mother because she was irresponsible and this, that, and the third, mind you, I don't know how many of these dudes were deadbeat fathers or, or damaged or, or damaged or the cause, or the cause yeah. of women being single mothers because it's a lot of dudes quick to to denigrate and demonize them be a single mother and ha- have resent for their own father so it, it's a lot it's I a think, lot to unpack on that i think it's and a I, life story i right. think it depends on your life story in reference to how in reference to that situation and how guys um some guys view that I was never treated um, differently in a negative way to my face uh, or knowingly um, because one, my son was always with me. It, unless somebody, there was pretty much no place that I went that my son couldn't go. To the point where literally when I was modeling, he went to photo shoots, he went to went to my job. Like people would look for him. When they saw me, they looked for him. Mm. So, and that's I think that I think sometimes that's where uh, I'm, I'm not an aura person, but I think that's where your aura kind of, you know, that kind of was was drawn to you. It kind of play comes into play there. Because if that's not the energy that you're putting out, nine times out of 10, that's not what you're going to receive. And after having my child, my re- when it went, came to dating, my realization changed. You cannot have a child and then say, I'm only dating guys with no kids. How? Because ultimately you're saying you won't accept someone else's, but you want someone to accept yours. Right. Make it make sense. No. So I was like, okay, I know I have my selfish moments, but I'm not that selfish, nor am I that inconsiderate, nor am I that blockheaded, you know, like seriously, get over yourself. Um, let's be real. And that's where I was uh, when it came to that. But I also had a limit. I also said, I have one. He can have one. Two was an iffy type. Uh, three together wait a minute three at one point was a hell no and it was a hell no until i dated someone with three but i didn't realize he had three until later Hmm. i was like oh and by then i'm like i can't dump you because you got three kids I mean, we don't have to agree to disagree on that one, but I'm a different person. And um, no, because no, I but I get you. One. I it get was like, you. I know you have one. I have my son. We're in like, 
And then it, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, it's two more? Well, why don't, why don't I see the other two? Like, how come, how come I got into this not knowing you had more than two children? I know I'm not, like, oblivious. I'm not that naive. Like, how come to find out the girls stayed with their mother? He would have them when I wasn't around. Mm. So it was that. He had his son all the time. Gotcha. So I was like... Oh, but again, that was about two. It wasn't like years in. It was like two or three months in. So, because he was an active father. Right. So it was, oh, and I was a little shy. That would be ignorant. Like, you can't, like, come on now. Because he didn't do anything wrong, but it was also, my son lives with me. So if anybody meets anyone, my son will meet anyone first. My, you know, it was, I don't, I don't want to introduce my children to all of these different women because he was dating. But because you're here and he's with me, it's kind of that circumstance. Got you. If anything, he would meet them, but the rest would be um, the rest would be iffy. So it was thank you. It was that. Um, and that was my first time dating someone with multiple children. But you said, so my question was, you said people had treated you differently. What what differences did you see from when you dated without Malachi to when you dated with your son? So when I dated without Malachi, girl, I'm be honest. Um, dating without having my son, I was drawing any and everything to me to the point where I was like, girl, what is wrong with you? What are you doing wrong? <laughs> Like, why do they feel that they even have a chance with you? Um, I feel like my son was my upgrade because when I, after I had my son, I felt like a better quality of men. Mm, interesting. Came to me. And that's what I say. I think that's why I told everybody my kids was my level up. Like Malachi was my mindset shift, I guess. And maybe that's what it is. Before I had my son, I had a real young mindset. So it was, you know, carefree. Woohoo! I was also a teenager. True. I had my son when I was 20. So having a son, you're about to be 21. Okay. Mindset change, you know, priority shift. So I think that's what happened. But again, that's my experience. I have seen and heard of some of my friends tell me, like, guys are trash. <laughs> Yep, and that's that's been what I've heard. And it could be I heard it based on where I was, where I just think guys in general in my previous location were just trash of the like the city was just trash. So the like everybody, male, female, didn't even matter. But I have heard horror stories from females I know with children. I will say the ones I know with the most horror stories tend to have two or more kids. I think yes. women. Women with one child, I don't think dudes see them as sperm receptacles, if you will, in the way that they do women with multiple children, especially if those women have multiple children by multiple men. And I'm not saying that is right or wrong. I'm just saying this has been my observation. Like logically, like, no, no. Realistically, when you look at it, you will definitely, and, and I say that because even growing up, my dad would say, it's easier. Most men are looking for a woman that has two and three children by two and three different men. 
they don't want to be bothered. They're only going to come, most men, not all, and he definitely said that most men, not all, are going to go, okay, you good for a good time, but I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be caught up in you. So I, I understand that. I definitely understand that. But, and I'm not saying that that's right. And on the same side of that, I seen women do the same thing. Oh, you got three baby mamas. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I won't be four, you know? And on that same concept, I understand, you know? Raise so his it's hand kinda, in the back. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I understand, like, you have to, I feel like you have to know yourself. Like, I'll tell anybody. My husband and I, between the two of us, we have six children. If somebody would have came to me, we've been married for almost seven years now. If somebody would have came to me about 10 years ago and said, girl, you're going to marry and y'all going to have six kids together. I would have bet my life that they was lying. Mm. Because I never even imagined me even giving someone the time of day that had that many children, period. So the fact that you're telling me that I'm going to marry? Right. Yeah, right. Uh, And that's why I was like, yeah, God was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I think the other thing for that, though, is also that when it comes to dating with children, I can't say nine times out of 10 now. I'll say eight. Eight times out of 10, the woman has a children. Uh-huh. So that's the other kicker yep. with that. And the mm-hmm. only reason, the reason I say eight instead of nine is because I seem to keep meeting the two percent, on it, because... That have their children? That have their children. I mean, on a regular, like... That, no, no, I, their children live with them. That's, right. That was my husband. That was my husband. But He was like, nah, my kids live with me. And I was shocked, but it wasn't like a culture shock. I was shocked because I know who my husband is and I wouldn't. I thought I knew the, what the perception, let's do that, of what my husband was. My husband's attractive. Yeah, cut up all that dumb stuff. But I knew the perception of who my husband was because I had the perception of my husband. Right. So I didn't. Ex- I, did I expect for him not to take care of his children? No, I didn't expect that. I expected him to take care of his children, but did I expect for them to live with him? Like these under his household, the way a woman, like the way Malachi lived with me, I didn't because it's like you said, now normally assume that the woman As has the children. So when we finally got like together, together, and it was, I was like, oh, but also that made me look at him and go, oh, you need help. And I think, but I think that's, that's what I realized because I know like my godchildren, right? Mm -hmm. Two of my godchildren are my godchildren because my father, their father and I are close. Mm -hmm. And Nana, my goddaughter, um, her father had her the first year of her life. Mm -hmm. Um, her aunts have her now, but the first year of her life, the di- diapers and all that, he did that. And I will never forget the conversation we had. Mind you, this is this is a hood dude, okay? This is a dude in these streets and this lifestyle, <laughs> okay? We grew up, mm-hmm. that's who he was. And I remember when he had Nana, and I was like 21, 
because she was born around the same year, the, the same year, the month before my godson, my goddaughter was oh. born. So yeah, yeah, her and my son are, are literally November, December. And <laughs> I remember like maybe that next August, <laughs> me and I sitting and him being like, yo, I cut, this was, this is what I found so enlightening. He was like, I cut so many dudes out my life he didn't say dudes, he's hood. But he was like, I cut so many dudes out of my life because I realized they were trash fathers. He was like, I'm in the role that most chicks are. My daughter's with me. He's like, and I got a daughter. Like, my daughter's with me. Her mom took off. I got her. Because his, because that, 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 that's a special case. But he was like, she took off. I got the kids. Oh, I got my daughter. And I'm doing all this. He was like, my respect for single mothers skyrocketed. Mind you, he was born of a single mother, you know, but his respect for what Mm -hmm. that takes to do that Mm -hmm. increased to the point where he was like, some of my dudes that were like my boys, my friends, his friends, he was like, I can't deal with them anymore. Cause I know like you got two, three, four kids out here that you don't really like do you know what that takes do you know what your your baby mother or your baby mamas if it's more than one are going through and you don't even care you out here doing all this and you worried about the next chick and getting buns over here and this like he had no respect you won't go help her he had no respect for them and Mm -hmm. i think because of who i am and i've always liked kids i always wanted kids um i've always been around kids the the truth irony i guess of that is but i will never i would never marry some old kids and it's not necessarily like oh you here for a good time kind of thing like we can have understanding you good but i'm not gonna sign myself up for that because as and this taxes is a wine for a whole nother time but taxes hit me hard as a single childless woman every year so i'm not gonna sign on to be a stepmother and now I got me as just who I am and society looking at me like, oh, you got to do for these kids. So now I'm shelling out stupid money for these kids and I'm still going to get hit. I have owed taxes every year that I've paid taxes, except one. Matter of fact, COVID did it because the government still owes me my second Trump check, just saying. Um, But I'm not going to sign on for that. But I love kids. So I'm here to help you with your kids. If your kids need help, I, I've taught in schools. I've done stuff. But I'm not going to sign on for that because I'm I'm not financially, it screws me and I'm not going to do it. So I understand dudes that are like, yo, me and her can rot, but I need you one foot out the door all, at all times, my brethren. I understand. Please, I understand. Um, but I guess that I say that because when you see the guys that I've dealt with that have had children have had their children. And mm-hmm. either it's been a 50-50 split, like they do the split week situation, mm-hmm. or they're basically single fathers. With, it's the it's the reverse of what you would expect. They're more and the in mama the woman, is the part-time parent. And the mama's the part-time parent. And so And that's another why for another day, because I want to address these part-time parents. I'm gonna be honest. I do. I want to address them. And I want to address them because I need y'all to make it make sense. And we will. We will get there. Please believe we will get to the part-time parent. But as far as dating with children, from personal experience, and mind you, 
Y'all seen him, Kaz, Marsh, whatever you want to call him. We are not dating. We're not in a relationship. That's not my boyfriend. He's not. We are Ooh, friends. Right. That's the boo friend, as Michelle calls him. But we are not together. Matter of I fact, token that term. She's right. coined, she's coined that phrase, guys. Um, we're not together. And in the past year, actually, I've been dating, actively dating. I have decided at 34 to quit dating partially because again everybody i find has kids and the ones who don't have kids I've, everybody either has kids that aren't with them which I, I don't know how to deal with that now because most of the dudes i've dealt with have their kids so that's a thing or they don't so have now you're, so now you're like you don't have your kids why yeah man that's exactly that's exactly or or it's like they don't have kids and I'm on the fence about having kids knocking on 35. I'll be 35 next year. I don't know if I want that at this age in my life. Like there was my whole twenties I did, but I didn't do anything to really put myself in the way to have them because my whole twenties, I was trying to get me right. Me straight. Mm -hmm. That now at 34 to me, I feel like it's just a little tardy for the party and I'm not necessarily sure it's a party. I want to be invited to anymore. Man, I'm late. I'm real late guys. Um, but so I get the, I used to get these guys that were like, if I said like, oh, I, I don't really know if I want kids, crickets, ghosts, right? And I guess a lot of dudes would see, you know, oh, she's 34, she, her biological clock is ticking. Is that, first of all, don't try to control me with my own biological clock. Like that's not gonna work either. Look, but people having uh, babies at 50 right now. They probably still not healthy shouldn't, but I get you. But my thing no, is- I'm just saying for those who try to clock somebody's clock, Mm-hmm. like they having healthy babies at 50 like i need y'all to stop clocking pe- women's yeah clocks. don't clock my clock and i'm not i'm not clocking my clock so i don't i don't want you to do that like but that's I as can't bad clock as my clock as much as i want to clock my clock <laughs> my clock don't listen to me but <laughs> digression sorry um but I guess that's been my thing of dating is I just gave up on it altogether because like i say it's very unlikely that i find my magic man now what i will also say is I I'm a little different than the average chick anyway because I, I've been I've been a cougar my life my whole that's my life story. Oh, cougar, cougar, Anybody cougar. who know me know I like them a little younger than me. Matter of fact, I got a crush on somebody, and he is um six years younger than I am. <laughs> ah! Oh God, the Bama's old enough to be my son. <laughs> He ain't that young, madam, but he's he's a solid. You know I gotta be actual. He's a solid six. Cause I did I asked him, I said, how old? I said, how old are you? Solid 25, still baby. He about 20, 28, something? I think he's 28. And I was just like, ooh. But then I had to, but this is the other thing I had to remember. (laughs) But this is what I had to remember too was like. I don't have any kids. So I'm not dating with children and I don't want to date somebody with children. So I also tend to look younger. I think it was always a mental thing for me. Like once I hit like 25, 30, definitely once I got closer to 30, between 25 and 30, I started looking down age-wise because I was like, you're less likely to have children. You may have one, but you're less likely to have two. So I always was looking down. And I don't know. Young guys make me feel young. You know, I don't know. 
But <laughs> but I like um but anyway, but I had to remind myself like he may not be into you. I just feel like I don't I don't attract the kind of guys that I want because I don't feel like society, and this is a wine for another time, but I'm just putting this real digression, this quick digression. I feel like as a woman who actually likes guys younger than me, it's harder too because society does not encourage guys to look up. It tells men to look down. It tells women to look up, but it tells men then to look down. And so it's, it's just not... I don't I think I was always just destined you know like you say about God I think God was always like baby you just gonna be on your own honey you gonna help raise babies and children because it's gonna be a lot of part-time deadbeat mamas out here that that still leave kids that need to be taken care of so I need you to be the mother that you can be that I made you to be because you're a nurturer but I can't help you find I can't help you find your you gonna either be this or this you can't be both like I feel like Mm -hmm. that's my life but with dating I think that's that's where I find myself because it's harder to look they up in somebody in their 40s that or late 30s even because I really don't even want to go into the 40s but late 30s it doesn't have children but I don't mm-hmm. know no no I, I can understand that um it's funny because um when I even with my son I was like um uh, that's fine. If uh, if we uh, if I'm not married, like you gonna be it because I didn't want to date in my thirties, and I think part of that was personally I didn't want to date in my thirties. But I think part of that was because at that point I felt like why. You know, at that point, at third, why? Why am I dating? You just focus on your kid and raise mm. your kid, prepare for your grandchildren. You know, years later, no, right. and, and and let it be that. Um, that was my plan. At least that's one plan. God was like, I'll give you that. <laughs> I think for me, I never wanted to date in my thirties because I figured it would be, it would be me being forced to date somebody with children. And honestly, more than anything, the reason I never really wanted to date anyone with kids, I don't want to deal with the baby mama drama. And even with me and Boo friend not dating, the part-time parent that he had kids with is an on-site problem now because she made herself an on-site problem. And that was what I didn't want. Like I say, most of the guys I know that I've dealt with that have children have actually had their children. Um either full-time or true part-time, but we're like, it's 50-50, like 20 hours, 20 hours, like that type of thing split down the middle on Wednesdays or on weekends, um, the, she would have a type of situation where the guy was the one who was more involved. Um, I also tend to date dudes, it seems more so that have sons. So that may also be a part of the reason that they have their children more is because they have sons. But I never, ever wanted to deal with the baby mama thing. When I was younger in like high school and even through college, I remember saying like, the only way I would deal with a dude with kids is if baby mama is gone, like she peaced out and left like my godmother, my, my goddaughter's mother did. Or if she died, 
and I don't have to deal with her. I don't have to risk dealing with her. And and she, you know, like childbirth took her out of here or a car accident without within like the first two, three years of kid's life because I don't want to compete. I don't want to deal. And that and that I know is was very selfish and it probably sounds real effed up, but I'm telling y'all who I was. And not 100% of not who I am, because I am somewhat still kind of that person. Like, I would rather not date someone who's got like a 15-year-old or a 10-year-old. I'm going to be honest with you. Boo friend is weird because boo friend got five kids and the oldest is 21 and the youngest is like five. And, and not how I thought my life was going to go. But there's another reason, again, that he and I will not I'm not willing to commit to that relationship like ever like as I said I've been dating this past year and 33 trying to 32 33 trying to find what I've been looking for and my my magic man dating and dating with children is a different type of um it definitely takes a different type of mindset and it it don't feel bad. I'd rather, here's the thing. I'd rather someone be honest with themselves to the point where they can be honest with me before we get involved, you know, invested and invested and all of that stuff happen. And then six months down the road, not that six months is a long time, but it's enough time for an investment. Um, you know, to go, oh, but that's not what I wanted, you know, and and then try to communicate it then. Because now I feel like I'm a rock. If that's the case, I feel like, okay, now I'm I'm a rock in a hard place. And that's not a place that anybody would like to be, especially when talking relationships, when talking family. Because ultimately, that's what you are. Uh, you're some type of family. Um, even if it's not in the uh, traditional sense of the word. So it's, it's important. I think ha- dating with children, and that, that, I think that's where dating with children gets hard, complicated. I'm not going to say hard. I'll say complicated. Um, because it, it can be done. You just have to go in it with a mindset of honesty and vulnerability. And sometimes that's being honest with yourself. So if you know, I can't do three kids. I can't, I can't do three kids because I get too attached. I can't do, you know, I can't do two kids because I don't do, I can't do two kids and two baby mamas because I have, trust issues and these are just examples mm-hmm. or, you know think when you know yourself and you're honest with yourself you can start to set expectations in your dating life and keeping those expectations and being honest with yourself will cut out a lot of the Wasted extra time, drama heartache the heartache the extra drama the extra pain it, it'll cut out a lot so i i just I would suggest for anyone who is truly um, in the dating world, uh, just to take a step back, look at what you actually are able to do, look at what you 
are able to compromise on. Um, and I do know that sometimes things like that are situational. And realizing that it's okay for it to be situational. Like you said, you if the mom was no longer alive, I know that sounded like for some people, it took some people back, but I can understand that. As a stepmother, I understand where you're coming from. Um, even if that's not my story, I I get it because I know where you the know, other side is and where the other go. side of that is mm-hmm. and where that can go. I definitely understand that. And I think for anyone who's taken back, don't judge, like really think about it, like realistically, think about it. I will say, be honest. I've always been honest. Because when they with children, attachments come. Mm-hmm. And attachments to children are think think about it. Attaching some attaching yourself as an adult to a child, you are now a part of that child's life story. Yep. And if you think life story, think about your own life story and the people who have attached themselves to you, adults who you are attached to in any way. Yep. And rather that be a positive or negative thing. So think. Think that first and then think, I now have that same power. I now have that same capability to be that influence, whether good or bad. You know, I I have that authority in someone's life to play that part, whether it be good, bad, toxic, you know, or whatever you want to call it, you know. So put yourself in that shoe and it's okay to go, yeah, that might not be for me. Or yeah, you know what? I could probably do this, but only because of X, Y, and Z. So, and and again, I think those are hard, honest conversations that we must have with ourselves mm-hmm. and sometimes realize it's not pretty. It might not, and it might not look right to the majority or to the most, or, oh, that's not love. That's not true. That is love. I love you enough not to put you in a harmful situation. Yeah, and it makes me think of, Kanye West has a song I love called uh, but he starts it with I thought about killing you today I contemplated premeditated Uh, murder but the reason but hold on but the reason I say that is because later in this song he literally says I thought about killing you today I love myself way more than I love you and I thought about I think about killing me so please believe that I thought about killing you today um I guess this is what, and then in a song, he says, I guess this is the part where I'm supposed to say something that more people should relate to. I guess people want me to say, I'm really struggling with loving myself because that's acceptable, but that's not the case here. Like, and as jacked up as it may sound, it's one of my favorite songs. It's honest. And at least that's honest. And I will say for me, having done online dating, and that's a whole one for another time. What I've learned is, everybody needs to be honest and this is this has been something that i think we have stressed so much on this podcast in general mm-hmm. whether you have kids in your dating or you don't have kids in your dating if you don't have kids in your dating know what you can deal with if you do have kids in your dating know what you can and can't deal with what i will say for people who do have children don't try to hide it because it's oh. it, it's a it's a waste of time first of all and it's extremely insulting and it's extremely yes. disrespectful, especially yes. to, to not only the person who but may or may not have children, because usually it's it, usually people with kids lie about their kids to people who don't have kids. Right. They don't really tend to lie if the other person has kids. Right. 
It's a waste of time and it's insulting, not only to the person without kids, but also to your child. Yes. It's insulting to deny that child. Yes. Do not do that. And let me tell you that any person worth their salt is not going to take kindly or lightly to you insulting your own child and denying your own child because there's nothing right ultimately it's also it speaks to you it speaks to your character it does and if you will deny your own child why would i think that you would care any in any amount uh, or, or, or or you know hold any value to me right as a person and, and that's just how i look at it if you're lying to me about your own like something that's a part of you i'm not a part of you so you can i won't think no, that I you have any nothing. right Nobody. exactly none so, and i say that because i learned so i three two 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 experiences that i want to just say real quick one was this guy who i met online uh one of the dating apps we had a great conversation, great conversation, great vibe. It was wonderful. Now, on my profile, I always put no kids. His didn't say yes or no. And this is this was the moment that I realized that dudes who do have dudes who don't say yay or nay on their profile probably have kids. That's what that is. Because I knew nothing. We had a great conversation. He was great. He was wonderful. We had like a two-hour talk. It was it was spectacular. And then the next day, he said something about, yeah, my son was sick and I didn't feel like leaving him with my mom, but I had to come to work. Hold up. Because we were on the phone two hours yesterday and you mentioned not no word one about a child. So I was like, oh, you have a son? Yeah, he, and I think he was maybe, the son was maybe six to nine months. Wasn't even a year. That I can tell you. I can tell you guarantee this child was not even a year. And I was like, wait right 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 so needless to say that my conversation from then he would reach out be like oh yeah that's that's unfortunate oh he's sick oh you should get something for him like now you're dead to me my mindset has changed because my whole mindset changed how houseway my whole mind the other one and this this hurt my soul late this hurt my soul fellow whiners i'm not even gonna lie this guy so fine so so fine and uh, the big one of the big he was in the military or he had been that was a red flag i should have known i should have known he had something (laughs) sorry to people in the military but let me be real y'all quick y'all quick to build a family quick and then when you get out that family's quick to dissolve okay just gonna tell you what i've seen but this man lord uh, jesus okay fine then we we were having good text conversation. He kept me laughing. Keep me laughing and I'm with you. Kept me laughing. We had a conversation. Let me tell you why he will always have my respect though. And part of me hurt to let him go because of this. This man, within the first 10 minutes of our conversation, was like, I used to be married. I have two kids. <laughs> yeah. How old are the kids? I, like, I was trying because I'm like, respect how old are the kids and i don't remember the ages but he told me and he was like is that a deal breaker and i was like yep (laughs) he was like i understand i respect that i just wanted you to know that sucks i said it does when i tell you this dude and it wasn't even strictly because he's fine because i know people are oh you just so as long as the dude is fine apparently not because i'm not talking to him and him 
right. I'm not talking to him anymore. So clearly looks aren't everything. Clearly I was attracted to him if we were even having this conversation because looks are important to men and women. But it was the reason I was like, ugh was because of how he carried it. One, he was upfront and honest about the ex-wife and the kids. Two, he he at least valued me and my time enough to tell me upfront and outright. Okay, the whole situation, because he told me the whole situation and they had gotten together when he was like 20. Because I think he was like 32. When they were like 20, they tried to make it work, didn't work. It was one of those, we got married, I was going to military. I went to middle military. He went to military right out of high school. Like it was that they had been high school sweethearts kind of saying they, whatever they tried. One of those, oh, it makes sense. It, it makes the sense. Dream it was the dream all the- and all of that. And she actually divorced him. Oh, but he was like, it wasn't, he didn't want it to work either, but he was on some Will Smith. If you ever heard Will Smith talk about his first marriage, he was on some, I'm gonna make this work anyway because I'm that guy. And she was like, baby, no, let's just pull the plug box. Okay, let's just, let's just stop. Yeah, let's just go our separate ways. But I felt a way because he was honest. And, and that is what did it. So I respected him. It's no different than back in the day when you would have dudes who you'd be like, yo, can I get your number? And you're like, nah. And the dude would fuck you, bitch. Okay, well, thank you for letting me know. I made the right decision. Versus the dude, you like, can I get your number? No, I'm not really interested. Okay, well, I hope you have a nice day, miss. You kind of, even though you weren't interested, you kind of double take goes, you know, you're a nice guy, not my type, but you were, it was respect. Mm-hmm. You gain a respect even as a woman for that guy. So but I feel like that's the part of dating that's missing. Yep. Or that, is lack of, and that's even with me being married for X amount of years, I feel like that the 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 just general respect for mm. the um somebody's time, yeah, energy, just, yeah. love, investment, all of that. Yeah. I think that that is the most that's the thing that, that gets people the most. It's just general respect. And that's why I have a problem with oh, in order for me to give you respect, you got to earn it. No, no. You give respect first. If they disrespect you, you exit the premises. Yes. Because you you reap what you sow. So you have to sow something first to reap it. So I'm going to sow the respect and if I don't reap respect in return, I, I need to go sow someplace else. <laughs> like, and that's why I don't always take respect to get respect. To get respect. No, that you're absolutely right. But you have to get it first. And it shouldn't be, respect should not be, um, it should not be valued as, you know, oh, what you do for me, like a what have you done for me lately thing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be valued that way, but it should be cherished that way. Yes. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have a the respect thing is a big thing for me. It is. And I think if we had more just general respect. Right. So many more, so many problems will be eliminated. A situation would be eliminated or non-existent because 
of that, you know what? I respect you enough and I respect me enough to exit this or to not take this to that level or to not waste your time or to not waste my time. I respect you enough to not waste my time. And in dating, that's what it should be. Even if you don't respect the other person, respect your time enough. Mm -hmm. Love you first enough to not waste your time. And if you have children or if you're dating with children or you're out in this dating world because there's kids all over the place, especially if you're over 25, let's just be real. Know where you stand when it comes to dating with children. Live in it, hold on to it, be true to it. And that's you, yourself, your values and what you can and cannot take. And know that you may have to, whether you decide to compromise or sacrifice, we already talked about that, is on you. But know that you got to do what you got to do. And cheers to that. Now that the glasses are truly empty, Siobhan, give us your uh, rating on your wine. Y'all know I read the bottles. Y'all know who I am. So I'm going to just start there. Um, Yeah. This elegant Chardonnay is made from grapes grown in the coastal region of the Colchacua Valley, renowned for producing some of Chile's finest wines. The perfectly ripe bunches are gently pressed to preserve their natural freshness and varietal fruit characters. The wine is aged using French oak and kept on its lees to increase its complexity and texture. This wasn't a bad Chardonnay, but it was a shark like I, I, say, but... I mean like honestly i i the first introduction i was like oh dry because it came out kind of like it's gonna be so my sweet nope there's a dry there it is there it is right there it's right there guys it's right there <laughs> um yeah, I I I don't care for Chardonnay. I, like I just I don't care for dry. Um look, I'm all for the good stiff Chardonnay. You On might you day. would probably like this, but I personally am gonna have to just give this a good a good 2.5. Like okay. I mean for, for me and you say 2.5 for something that you don't drink, I think that's awesome rating. <laughs> yeah, I mm-mm, mm-mm. I just okay. It's crisp. I will say this, guys. It's crisp. It's clean. It does have a something at the end. Um, it starts clean, but then it's got like a bite at the end, which to me is just like why I don't oak, like like the woody taste. It, it's not mm-hmm. oak and woody. It might be. It's that, but it's something else with it. Something, yeah. My what did they say? It was pine. What what type of wood did they say? <sighs> they said French oak. It's oaky. That's what I thought. It's oak, but it's something, but there's something else. And it might just be the way that Chardonnay grapes are. It just could be the Chardonnay grape itself. And I'm just not a fan. And I haven't really drank, I haven't had a whole lot of Chardonnay to really compare this to anything. I'm just saying like 2.5. I'm not really a fan. I wouldn't buy this again. And I'm glad it was 10 dollars. Okay. Uh, you know what? I let, I want to do that one day. Maybe we should try to go to a winery where we literally can taste the actual grape. Hmm before they put it in wine so it can kind of you can kind of maybe get a taste of you know where it's coming from mm-hmm. mm. um just a thought um my rating for this pinot grigio <laughs> okay i'll get myself together um i enjoyed this 
I truly enjoyed this. This is not, this has a slight chill to it. I didn't like put in the refrigerator, refrigerator to make it completely cold. Um, but it has a nice chill to it. It's a little colder than room temperature. Um, a little cooler than room temperature. Um, it is a very, it's clean. It does remind me, the cleanness of this wine does remind me of the Moscato. Mm. So as far as the crisp and cleanness of it. Like it, it's it, true to the grape. It's definitely true to the grape. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I had spaghetti for dinner. Um, I don't know if this wine was good with the spaghetti. It didn't really do anything to enhance either, but it's also a thing with me and spaghetti too. Me and spaghetti have a different type of relationship, but <laughs> we do. I like ghetto spaghetti. My husband likes gourmet spaghetti, so he fixes his spaghetti completely different from the way I fix mine. So I call it ghetto spaghetti because I mix everything together. He doesn't. I call it's funny because I call his vegetarian spaghetti. I like I like the gourmet where it's separated. So I'm with I'm with your husband. I'm with the husband yeah, on this I, one. I, I don't I don't I don't I like give me good old southern. No, do not mix it all together unless you put in a cheese sauce in it. If you're doing if you're doing tomato sauce, keep that separate. No, um. So, but the wine itself, I'm going to give this a three point five. Oh, okay. I'm giving it 3.5 because I feel like if this was slightly, not a lot, slightly cooler and a nice, like, good steak, this would be, like, the perfect, ooh, I'm about to eat, have the itis, and go to sleep. This is a good wine for, I ha- you know what? Not a hard day at work, but I worked today. I worked, I, did, I accomplished a lot. This is one of those ones. I accomplished a lot. I can just sit back and relax. And drink this. Um, was that a semi-sweet Pinot? Or? No, this is just the Pinot. It, it don't say none of that. Okay. It says nothing. It says White Wine 2019. Bottled by E-I-S-T-A. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, all I, right. Like, it, all right. Um, yeah, so it says award-winning. <laughs> yep that happened um i enjoyed it i i did i did and i also love the fact that this bottle makes reminds me of the voss water bottle so i feel like i'm doing something healthy it's so psychological it's stupid but that's my review for the Volga italiane Volga italia yeah, Italia. <laughs> Italian, eh? <laughs> that was so ghetto. <laughs> yeah, Pinot Grigio. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I murdered this name of this wine, but mm. it's a good wine. Well, ladies and gentlemen and fellow winers, this brings us to an, the conclusion of another wonderful episode of A Little Something to Wine About with your hosts, Ty A. Michelle and Siobhan Camille. Be sure to join us each and every Wednesday for a brand new episode, a brand new topic to wine about, and a brand new wine. 
we like to hear from you. What are some of your quarrels about dating with children? Is it a yes? Is it a no? Be sure to let us know on Instagram at a little something, the number two, wine about. And as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Toodles.